Welcome to the Hello Orlandia with the news. We bring you all the key news stories in and about Poland. The main developments this week. The Polish Embassy in Dublin firmly rejects claims about the freedom of expression in Poland and the country's role during the Second World War, published in the Irish Times. Ambassador Sohanska asserts that Poland has fought a long and hard struggle to become a fully democratic state and one that also supports other states and people fighting for their freedom. Poland marks the 78th anniversary of the outbreak of the 1944 Powstania Warszawskie, or Warsaw Uprising. And good news for film buffs. Nearly 4,000 classic Polish films are now available for free online. The Polish Embassy in Dublin has over the past fortnight attracted considerable press and social media coverage, including internationally, for its firm rebuttal of claims carried in the Irish Times newspaper about alleged threats to democracy and freedom of expression in the country, and purported collaboration with Nazi Germany during the Second World War. In a letter addressed to the editor of the Irish Times, Mr Paul O'Neill, dated last Tuesday, July 26th, the Charge de Fair, Agnieszka Solimowska, posted on the embassy's Twitter account, it was stated that Poland never collaborated with Nazi Germany, unlike other governments in Europe. The letter from the Charge de Fair, the second from the embassy within days to the newspaper, was in response to claims made in a letter from Mr Oliver Sears, published the previous Saturday, July 23rd, in which claims were made that Poland had enacted laws to shield it from independent research on Polish actions during this period, with the author further claiming that he would land in jail if he were to express his views in Poland. The letter from the embassy pointed out that, in Poland, as in all democracies, everyone is free to express one's own opinions. Mr Sears wrote, If I expressed my views in Poland, especially on the subject of Poland's wartime collaboration with the Nazis, I would land in jail. To declare bravely that one may be in danger to be an innocent victim of restricting the freedom of speech is a catchy and easy rhetorical figure. It did sound intriguing. I find it, however, silly, exaggerated and unfair. The letter continued that, in Poland, open and fierce disputes about Polish-Jewish relations including during the Second World War, have been going on for over 30 years. Hundreds of books presenting different points of view on this subject have been published. None of their authors were imprisoned or legally convicted. The letter from the embassy followed an earlier response dated July 21st from the Polish ambassador to Ireland, Anna Sohanska, in which she firmly rebutted claims about Poland made an opinion piece by Oliver Sears, published in the Irish Times the previous day, entitled What We Must Do to Save Liberal Democracy. In her letter, Ambassador Sohanska said that she must fundamentally disagree with the statement that Poland is now, according to Mr Sears, a barely democratic country. The ambassador's letter stated that Poland has fought a long and hard struggle to become a fully democratic state and one that also supports other states and people 
fighting for their freedom. Poland has introduced changes to its justice system for the exact reasons that Mr. Sears mentions. Democracy needs constant maintenance, reform and protection. In the letter, Ambassador Sohanska strongly rejected claims about the treatment by Poland of Syrian refugees on its border with Belarus, placing the blame for the refugee crisis there on the weaponization of migration by the Alexander Lukashenko regime. The ambassador also highlighted the support offered by the government and people of Poland to refugees fleeing the conflict in Ukraine. Last Friday, using the hashtag FactsMatter, the embassy tweeted its, quote, sincere thanks to the Irish and Polish people who have supported us in fighting false historical narratives. We appreciate all the letters that were not published by the Irish Times. It is deeply disappointing. Truth is that Poland never collaborated with the Nazi Germans. The exchanges were picked up on in a number of publications and drew a comment from same member and Secretary of State with responsibility for European politics, Polish diaspora and public and cultural diplomacy in the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, Szymon Szynkowski Welsenk. Polish diplomacy in the fight against lies and disinformation. The ambassador of the Republic of Poland in Dublin reacts strongly to the scandalous text in the Irish Times. Turning to other news from Poland. On Wednesday, the Polish border guard, Strasz Graniczna, reported that 5,224,000 people have crossed into the country from Ukraine since Russia's February 24th invasion. 3,332,000 people have crossed in the opposite direction during the same time period. It's estimated that Poland is currently home to approximately 1.5 million refugees from Ukraine. Amid the ongoing conflict in Ukraine, last Saturday saw a further step in cementing a permanent US military presence in Poland. The forward command post of the US Army's 5th Corps in Poznan was officially named Camp Kosciuszko in memory of the legendary fighter for Polish and American independence, Tadeusz Kosciuszko. It's been described as the first permanent US military installation on NATO's eastern flank. The naming ceremony was attended by Deputy Prime Minister and Defence Minister Marius Błaszczak, who said that close relations with the United States is one of the pillars of Polish security, as well as that of other countries on NATO's eastern flank. Błaszczak added that these relations are very much rooted in the history of both our countries, and one of the symbols of these relations is the figure of Tadeusz Kościuszko, a hero of the two nations. On Monday, August 1st, Poland's capital city marked the 78th anniversary of the 1944 Powstania Warszawskie, or Warsaw Uprising, against Nazi German occupation. With the tolling of church bells, wailing sirens, and briefly stopped traffic. The city came to a halt with the sound of sirens at exactly 5 pm to remember Wu Hour when the massacre began. 
The day included a series of commemorative ceremonies, including one for the victims of the Vola massacre, which was addressed by President Andrei Duda. Prime Minister Mateusz Morawiecki attended the ceremony at the Museum Powstania Warszawskiego, Warsaw Uprising Museum. The 1944 uprising lasted 63 days before being put down by better equipped and more numerous German forces. It cost the lives of an estimated 18,000 Polish fighters and 200,000 civilians. The city was levelled to the ground by the Germans in the aftermath of the uprising. On Sunday, Frances Caroline Garcia won the Polish Open Women's Tennis Championship in Warsaw, defeating Anna Bogdan of Romania 6-4, 6-1. Earlier in the competition, Garcia had knocked out home favourite and world number one Iga Świątek 6-4, 1-6-6-4 at the quarter-final stage. Finally, there's some especially good news for any Polish film buffs amongst our listeners. Thousands of Polish film classics have been made available to watch for free online on an initiative run by one of Poland's oldest film studios, the Documentary and Feature Film Studios, and financed by the Ministry of Culture and National Heritage and the European Union. The website is 35mm.online. The offering includes 160 feature films, 71 documentaries, and nearly 500 animated films and television shows. In addition, there are over 3,000 episodes of the Polish Film Chronicle, a newsreel shown for decades up to the 1990s in cinemas before film screenings. In total, there are nearly 4,000 films available to watch, and they come with English subtitles. That's all from the Herlorlandia Weekly News for this week.